Swim check one, two. Bike check one, two. Run check one, two. I think we're ready. Let's try this. Welcome to the Try Beginner's Luck podcast, a podcast where we explore the sport of triathlon from a variety of perspectives to help beginner triathletes on their journey. I am your host, Mashonda Shines. Happy summer. Yes, it is still summer and we are going to milk every moment of the summer. Thank you all for being so patient with us while we've taken a little bit of a break. Although we have been on Instagram doing some lives with the Fund Her Try sponsored Instagram lives where we have been highlighting some of the wonderful women who have received the Fund Her Try scholarship. So listen, what you're going to hear is literally live. Instagram doesn't do anything perfectly. And when it converts over, it might be a little off. So just be patient, but hang in there because the messages are phenomenal. With that said, Fund Her Try has been so gracious to us and we're so grateful that we are able to do this series because of them. So Fund Her Try is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that is chartered to bring more women to every triathlon start line. They are tackling the financial barrier by reimbursing the race registration fees for first-time triathletes that are female or identify as female. So listen, if you are a first-time triathlete listening to this and you have an upcoming race, be sure to check out fundhertry.org and apply for the sponsorship or scholarship. Now, if you are a veteran athlete, consider donating your time to be a mentor. And of course we want that cha-ching money. Yes. Consider donating your time or money. More details can be found at www.fundhertry.org. I don't want to hold you up any longer, but just know that Try Beginner's Luck will come back with a regular scheduled season late September or early October. And I am just so in awe of the people who I've gotten a chance to meet this summer with hopes that they will come on in the future. And trust me, you are going to be just as thrilled as I am. With that said, it's time to listen to uh, some of these amazing women from the Fun Heard Try sponsorship. So let's get ready to listen. Let's try this. Peace. Hello everyone, hello. I know, I'm going live on a Thursday. Why? Because I'm random. And sometimes the best things are done when it's unplanned and not really put together. However, hey, Akila and Mel, oh my gosh, hi y'all. So today, this live is actually sponsored by Fund Her Tribe. Fund Her Try is a nonprofit organization that's geared towards getting more women to every start line. And today we have a former winner of the Fund Her Try scholarship. And so I'm going to bring her in and we're going to talk to her a little bit. Mel, stay on, ask questions, and I'm going to bring Akila in. So I'm going to do a little quick introduction. Akila, um, let everybody know who you are, okay. where you're located. Uh, and, my name is Akita, uh, of course. How you got <laughs> and uh, I live in the Seacoast, New Hampshire. And I got started in sport because, um, well, my background is in cycling, you know, but I'm really not good at swimming, right? So I decided 
to make myself learn how to swim better, proper technique and whatnot, by deciding to sign for a triathlon. Uh, and I was really pushed to um, by a few of my friends who I used to rock climb with or I biked with. And they were like, oh my gosh, you should join uh, this um, team on the seacoast too. And it'll make you learn how to um, really swim and get into it. And so I was like, well, I must do a triathlon, right? Because I have the other two, why not have this third one? And it'll push me to do the piece that I've been afraid to do for so long. And you're not the only one. Swimming is one of those areas that so many people have a challenge with. And so I'm glad that you decided to focus on that so that you can add it to the rest of the swimming, I mean, to the biking and the running you're doing. So as I mentioned before, for those of you who are joining, Fund or Try is sponsoring these lives that we will be having randomly during the summer. And what we're trying to do is just get more women to every start line. They are trying to get more women to every start line. And they're doing that by offering a race reimbursement. And so, Akila, uh, I, found I just want to know, how did you even find out about uh, Thunder Trash? Um, who runs uh, She Coast Multisport in this area, which uh, is New Hampshire and then part of Massachusetts and some of Maine. Uh, really appreciate that. And also my friend Amanda, too, who was one of the coaches for that. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you should totally apply, you know, since your first one and see, you know, uh, you probably had uh, decent odds of hopefully getting it. So I applied. And so how has that helped you um, as you? It's helped me because cost wise, I mean, it was very helpful when it comes to that that area that I know a lot of people have. It's like, how much is this race? Right. <laughs> uh, because, you know, we all have bills to pay and whatnot and a lot of different interests. Um, so it really helped with that piece. And then I was able to focus more on like the gear piece, like my wetsuit, for example, was actually pricey. So this just helped really with the expenses right now. And also it opened up the opportunity um, for mentorship, which I really appreciate too. And that's helped me a lot. Mentorship is a big thing how has the mentorship been able to assist you in your quest to not just get in the sport but continue me? on in the well, sport and it's not made it less scary and to continue you know, on because um, for a long time i didn't try it because i was like well who, who am i gonna go to for advice <laughs> you know who who can i like team up with uh am i gonna be out there in a lake alone trying to swim across it something happened you know i just um it's really provided community which I think is key um, and that's that support. So that's helped me with continuing and wanting to continue. I love it. Well, let's just go ahead and go back to basics, right? Usually on the podcast, uh, I'll start with a couple of different questions. And so I'm really out of my element. I feel like I haven't done a live since. <laughs> I guess that's since Saturday. I did a live Saturday, but that was a little quick. And uh, again, we were giving away a scholarship to uh, while we were in Philadelphia, hey. um, we were giving away a scholarship at the Philadelphia Women's Triathlon, and so <laughs> I forget how quickly I was just talking about the line on that church. Isn't that oh my god! Oh, right. Anyway, anyway, um, you were a cyclist. You were a mountain biker. I'm interested sure. to know 
about the mountain biking piece of it because for me mountain biking seems a little scary so how long have you were you into mountain biking and okay, how easy so was it to transition from mountain, mountain biking to road for, biking oh dear uh, 30 years uh, and um, like well, I got into it because of my, my dad uh, he was one of like the first ones out there trying something new and different and he's like okay we're gonna we're never gonna go and take you and so I just kept at it did it all throughout um, growing up and I love it at first it was very difficult right um, because crashing right and you don't you're not aware of like your balance yet when you're a kid, but that comes over time. So I learned that pretty quickly. And um, when I got to college, that's when I joined, I, I joined the, uh, I was on a track team for two years, but I got injured. Uh, so I was at UNH uh, doing triathlon, actually, excuse me, heptathlon there, especially uh, mostly hurdles and jumps. Um, I wound up getting injured, so I was like, what else can I do? So I joined a cycling team, which is a club sport, still super competitive, like division of sports, but um, more playful, more fun, more team-oriented. And they were like, well, why don't you try road, road biking? I was like, okay, let's see. I'll see what happens. So I got entry-level race road bike, and it was definitely different. The clips are different. <laughs> so... When I first started, uh, I remember uh, it was the first ride with, with the team, and I rode, came up to a stop sign, and, <laughs> and couldn't get on my clips and just went right in front of a car that was stopped, thank goodness, but it was so embarrassing, I had to laugh at myself. Um, but like the transition itself, other than the clip difference and those being too tight at the time, was fairly easy i think because even though they're different mountain biking has a lot of balance and uh, using your entire body where i find for road biking it, it is actually much more legs uh, because of the running background too even though it's different like it really found it helped me with the transition transition pretty easily to that uh i also find i'm a much more of a um uh shorter distance person than like 50 mile, like 40 mile is like my max for races. I did much better in like crit shorter races with speed um, than, than the longer road races. So I'm up talking. I have myself on mute. I was like, I yeah. got so excited when you said crit because I'm all into crit crits these days. <laughs> and um, I love it. It's so invigorating. Not that I would want to do crit, but I enjoy being a, an avid participant from the sidelines cheering on yeah, the folks who are doing uh, criterium racing, and that takes a lot of guts. It's intense, but the sounds of the peloton when they come around—yes—it's like music to my ears. And I think, to some degree, criterium racing is super helpful. Yeah, in triathlons, from the sense of road handling skills and having to make really quick decisions. Um, at the spur of the moment, especially when either passing mm -hmm. someone or if there might be a less experienced rider in front of you, like I uh, recently experienced at a race, well, this past weekend with the Philadelphia Women's Drive. And I constantly was telling people, hey, ride to your, your right. And if you're passing, pass to your left. Um, 
and this was my first outdoor ride since last year. And so I was like, man, my handling skills aren't as good. But because I've been watching and then uh, going to Criterion races, watching them, and then watching the Tour de France, <laughs> I feel like I have been absorbing my I, handling I mean, skills. I mean, it can because, like, you're, you're out there and you're everybody doing it. Like, all right, I got this. Okay, oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> right. And I just tried. I was trying stuff. Now, the one thing I didn't do right... <laughs> Rookie mistake was I lost a water bottle that had the primary nutrition in it. I was like, I looked at it and I was like, I could stop. And I was like, nah, it's I've gone now. You got to figure it out, yeah. sis. But you ain't going back to get that bottle. Not today. Um, <laughs> it happens, you know, you lose a water bottle in a race and you got to figure out alternative plans. And then you just have to be, um, you have to be smart. So how long have you been? doing triathlons because I want to kind of get into the nitty-gritty well, of actually, my first how long race hasn't get into yet. your first race and all that good stuff. No. Oh, my first race is is oh. uh, September 9th. Oh, it's awesome. a man triathlon. So, oh. uh, yeah, so I have been training for it this year. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that changes the game a little bit. I wasn't I wasn't sure, you know, when I received your name, I thought you had already done a race, which is fine. Yeah. So tell us about your training. Like, well, I do know okay, you just uh, got out training of Training is going well. So tell us about how training is going right now, for you. Like the cycling and running. Swimming has been the challenge. Um, I do not float very well. <laughs> I, I have a lot of muscle um, because I do like Olympic weightlifting and whatnot on the side to keep me strong. Um, but I am fast, which is good. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm finding is uh, I really have to put a lot more into the swimming, and I really focus more on that. I'm trying to do three days a week right now. I haven't quite gotten there, um, but it's my main focus. So, yeah, that piece is, is the mm -hmm. biggest challenge. I just got my wetsuit, which is going to help a lot with buoyancy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it really is uh, focusing on breathing mm. technique. For me, that's the main thing. Like, the strokes are fine. Yeah, um, that's never been an issue. It's more of rotary breathing that I'm trying to do uh, and really get into that. So I'm having challenges like with not getting water uh, down my nose, even though I'm exhaling when I'm supposed to. <laughs> so those types of mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, yep. that is so yeah. Yeah. beginnerish. That's what happens when you're learning. It's beginnerish. <laughs> Beginner-ish, that's what I will say. It sounded like I was saying something else because I was speaking so fast, but it sounded like beginner-ish. Um, okay, cool. Okay. I'm trying to think. Like, So now I'm on the spot. I'm having to pivot in my mind to ask us some different questions that are more relative because, again, I, I was under the assumption um, that you had already raced. But this is good because we get to talk to you now, and then sure. we get to bring you back on perhaps to find out how the first race was. Now, are you training with anybody? Do you have mm -hmm. a coach? Like, what are some things that you're doing to stay motivated? Uh, so because you're in the I joined, uh, are you with the club? Sport, um, that team, uh, which is located in this area, and they've been very helpful. Uh, we have meetups to, uh, one's called like Hills for Breakfast. So we go on Friday, some of them run Hills um, in the morning on Fridays, right? And then uh, we also have meetups for swimming that they do as well as there is a class on Tuesdays outside of that that I try to go to that's called Tri Swim 
So it's an hour workout and they give you pieces that would help you with triathlon. So those types of things, doing it with a group is really helpful, especially if you're swimming because I'm just so not fully comfortable with it, especially by myself. So I try to make sure I'm going with the groups. But the Shiko's piece has really helped. Um, everyone's really friendly and everyone's always looking for a partner to go run with, to go bike with, to go swim with. So that's been great. Me and my <laughs> mute. I'm trying to put on mute because for whatever reason, it's a windy day or windy night here in Washington, D.C. And so I'm like, of all the days it wants to be windy, it wants to be windy today, but I am outside trying to conduct business. How rude. What? That is so rude. Anyway, so I am mom. not a mom. I call myself a school mom because I'm a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I remember kids being a part of the equation. So how kind of, is you're out on summer vacation, uh, so that means you have a little bit more time year, to dedicate to training. I'm the director of a small nonprofit that works with BIPOC farmers around the country. So it's helpful, but it makes it challenging, too, because I'm traveling as well. Um, but it also is helpful, too, because, like, I could go swim in the morning or in the middle of the day because I'm working remotely. Uh, that's made it a little easier. Uh, I found it quite challenging mm -hmm. during the school year, though, because, you know, you have – grading papers I'm teaching during the day and the hours at the pool are limited uh, so that makes it challenging but I think that'll change once I actually get out to open water mm -hmm. probably like next month or so so I just go early in the morning <laughs> yeah cool so I'm interested now you work with a small nonprofit that helps farmers how is that helping you? Because what I'm hearing with you being a, an, a, a school teacher as well as working with a small nonprofit, yes. you know how to juggle a lot. So time management, how has oh, yes. that been for you um, in trying to dedicate Training-wise, what I try to do is fit it in, in between the pockets. So I will put on my calendar, especially on my phone, reminders of going, okay, an hour or two before I have to go do that. And then also a day before I remind myself, um, that works best for me, uh, doing it that way. But also, I write things out. So I have a physical calendar that I actually write everything out on to see what fits. And I make sure each day I at least do one of the three areas. And right now I'm trying to double up on the ones I feel comfortable with, like the cycling and running. I'll do that in one day, and I'll do it in the morning um, or and at lunch, or like at, at lunch or in the evening. So I try to split it up so it fits in between what I'm doing. But it, it's a challenge for sure. Okay, so you're a part of a team, but how are you structuring your work? Do you have a coach from, helping you uh, or try, did you pull a plan try from online? Magazine, uh, for a beginner try. And so I'm following that right now. I moved some of the pieces around just oh, because of okay. schedule and like I okay. can't always do something on a Monday, so that'll be a rest day or whatnot. But that's really helping. Um, with it, especially when it's swimming like when it comes to the workout like it started me with doing 25 mm -hmm. meters uh and then it's moving up to 50 meters at a time and then it keeps moving up from, um, so i progress um over time well this is going to be really interesting when we hear back from you to find out a little bit more about your, your experience and how working with the mm -hmm. tribe magazine right. plan that they have which is just a generic plan, how that's worked out for you and what different um, 
the tweaks that you had to make to make it suitable for you. Because you've been doing the cycling and running portion for a while. And so you kind of know how to adjust the intensity and whether you need to have a tempo ride for that day or working on the sweet mm -hmm. spot, working on threshold. You kind of know how to structure that for yourself. So that, that's going to yeah. be interesting for me to kind of ask you about your training after the fact to see, you know, the difference between yeah. what you did, how did it make you feel, all that good stuff. So, <laughs> so what are some make of your goals for your first race? <laughs> um, really? Um, you know, I am Fair. generally compared as a person. So part of me is like, I want to see my video, do the best I can do. And I want to win. But I also want to be realistic in the sense that this is my first triathlon. I got to just get through the swim part first. I'm really not concerned about the other two. So mine is to feel comfortable in the water. Um, don't panic, you know. And you know, if I get out of the water last, as long as I get out without any, like, serious issues, that's my main thing right now. Um, consistency when it comes to the cycling part, not really worried, or the running, because I'm just so comfortable with those. <laughs> but, yeah, it's the swimming, really. Well, we had this saying on Try Beginners Luck, whenever you try Beginners Luck, you always win. And so I'm going to already just declare that you are winning right now because you're doing something that's out of your comfort zone. <laughs> you are balancing two jobs and making it, it work for yourself. And so that's admirable. And, you know, it takes courage to try. And so I am really grateful that you tried it. Not just that. But in September, you will be one of the ones to be able to get one of the, well, I don't know if you've already gotten it or now, but, you know, being able to get the reimbursement to help you with like the wetsuit, like you mentioned earlier. And so this is just really good to see that um, Lynn's vision of wanting to give back so that more women could be on every start line is taking impact all over the country. And so thank you so much, Akila, for your time. I'm, I am so excited to talk back to you once yeah. you've actually finished your race so that we can ask you a little bit more questions and get into the nitty gritty about how you feel. But this can help you start thinking about it. Although we want you to be present during your race, but you know, think about some of the things that you've learned along the way. Think about mm -hmm. some things you would do differently if you had an opportunity to try again, which we hope that you will. And so this podcast is aimed to, to help those who want to try by sharing our stories the things that we learn so that other people won't uh go make the same mistakes but the thing is we all have our own first story and it's my goal to be able to share everyone's first story uh and more about how they come to fall in love with this sport so i'm so grateful for you thank you so much we hope that you will go and now listen to the podcast and then tell more friends thanks so much for having me it's great as well as try beginners luck. All right. You're so welcome. And thank you all for tuning in. We're so excited. Again, this has been sponsored by Fund Her Try. It's a nonprofit geared to getting more women to every start line. And we are so excited and thankful for them as we want to encourage you, go follow them at Fund Her Try on IG and go visit their website at www.fundhertry.org. And here's another thing I want you to do. Give. It is always better to give than to receive. So give to Fund Her Try 
so that you can have an opportunity to help get someone on the starting line so they can have their first time experience. All right. This has been great. I'm Ashonda, and we're out. Peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. We need your help so we can continue to try at TBL. So for more information on where you can find and subscribe to this podcast, visit www.trybeginnersluck.com. And don't forget, whenever you try beginner's luck, you always win. 